Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I gotta go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. We're coming to you virtually live. Plus, a ghost shows up in the crowd and a real HR person calls and responds to me about my advice about getting a new job. All this and more coming up as soon as we, everybody, places, and last looks. Hello, my piano prodigy phantoms. I'm your host, Paul Shear, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? Last Looks, where you get to voice your issues on Until We Meet Again, a.k.a. The Concerto. We're going to reveal next week's movie. We have some very big announcements. Plus, I am going to solve your problems on Paul's helpline. That's right. But first... I need to give a shout out to Rob from Long Island. Rob from Long Island, always killing it with the theme songs. If you want to see if you got what it takes to create a theme song as good as Rob's, hit us up at howdidthisgetmade at earwolf.com. Send them over to us. Keep them short, 15 to 20 seconds. We love them. Now the show has a new title. Be creative. Be creative. Send them on in. But 
a big thank you to Rob. I'm not trying to displace Rob. I'm just saying, let's have more. Anyway, let's get into it, because I know we talk a lot about movies, but there are bigger things out there. You got problems. Let me solve them. Or let you help me solve them, because now it's time for Paul's Helpline. Thank you, Honest Jams. Oh, I love that song. Um, Here's the deal. Normally on Paul's Helpline, we take a bunch of calls, we look at the Discord, we jump in, and we try to solve your problems. But we're doing something a little bit different this week. Uh, On the last episode, Stephen from England called, and he told us about an issue that he was having. He had interviewed for a job internally at a company he had worked for, and he hadn't heard back in a month, and what should he do? And I gave him some advice, but I also couched it by saying, I I don't know if this is right. I'm not really in this field. And I said, but let us know what happened. So we got a follow-up phone call from Stephen in England. So Stephen, take it away. Hi, Paul. It's Stephen on the south coast of England here again, just following up. You uh, mentioned me in the last one. You said you'd like a little follow-up. Thank you very much. I did, in fact, get a uh, uh, some feedback, funnily enough, the day after I left you a message. Uh, but, yeah, unfortunately, I did not get the job that I was applying for because I didn't have any experience dealing with our company on a global scale. What bothers me is the fact that they have advertised it to people who would have had absolutely no opportunity to get any experience dealing with our company on a global scale. So they've obviously hired someone in from outside, but they're legally required to advertise it internally. So yeah, long and the short of it is I have spoken to my manager and he knows that I am looking for work elsewhere. So, but anyway, I just wanted to say thanks very much for the feedback, for the advice. I did take it to heart. I do listen to it. Anyway, look forward to the next episodes, the next movies, and my mission in life for sometime this year or next year is to get over and come to a live recording of How Did This Get Made. Keep up the great work, guys, and I will look forward to the next episode. Take care. Oh, Stephen, I am so sorry you didn't get this job. But you know what? I know you want to make it over here to see a show. But if we ever come over there, I'm giving you free tickets. You know what? I'm going to actually give you free tickets if you come over here. Actually, as a matter of fact, Stephen, stay tuned because I'm going to give you a free ticket to something that you can actually attend. Ooh, you like that? That's what we call uh, like a little bit of a foreshadowing. Yeah, Stephen, we got you covered. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, I'm sorry you didn't get that job. That is a true, true bummer. I will say that at one point, how did this get made? We'll go overseas. It's just a lot. We got kids. We got to get nannies. We got to do a bunch of different stuff to do that. But... Um, Here's the thing. You had an experience I think a lot of people share, and How Did This Get Made came out in full force. We got some great advice from listeners who are going to teach us a little bit how to navigate with dealing with your employers uh, that might be useful to everybody. So take a listen to Christy from Tahunga, who has a great piece of advice about how to handle uh, internal promotions. Hi, Paul. This is Christy from Tahunga. I'm calling about Stephen in England's query about not um, getting news on his promotion request. I would not recommend at all that he suggests that he's not that he's going to leave if he doesn't get the promotion. Uh, If he wants to leave, he should certainly start looking around. But it's generally not a good idea to tell any employer 
that you're ready to leave if you don't actually have an offer because you might end up being forced out earlier than you intend. Better to have the offer in hand. Um, I don't know how you feel about buzz marketing other websites, but I really love the website Ask a Manager. has all kinds of wonderful tips on uh, job hunting and retaining. Love the show. Bye-bye. See, I wouldn't have known. Thank you, Christy. There you go. And now, uh, not to be outdone, but Mark from Seattle also added a little tidbit about how to work an internal promotion. These are, this is good. We're helping. We're helping you get in the mix, people. And you know what? It is bullshit, Stephen, that you don't have uh, experience for uh, the worldwide company. They got to pull you up from the inside. Anyway, Mark from Seattle, tell Stephen what he could have done. Hey, Paul, this is Mark in Seattle with some follow-up on your advice for Stephen in the UK, who's hoping to get a new job with this firm and has not heard from them in a month. This, unfortunately, is not an uncommon experience in today's job market. Uh, recruiters and hiring managers ghost candidates all the time. It's kind of become the normal. My advice for Stephen since it's been a month is to assume that he's not getting the job and to understand that this might have nothing to do with him as a candidate because uh, sometimes they have internal candidates that they, they just were at the front of the line. And sometimes companies even decide not to hire anybody at all because maybe the leadership within that business unit decided to pull back on the headcount. So don't take it personally. It happens to all of us. It's happened to me many times. Do not expect that after a month they're going to come back to them and say, okay, let's pick up where we left off. Instead, move forward and pursue other opportunities. And good luck to you, Stephen. Amazing. This is what I love. Follow-ups, other people jumping in, giving really solid advice. Let's keep it coming, people. Give me your follow-ups. Give me your thoughts on my advice. Anything at all is welcome in the Paul helpline. Uh, just give me a call at 619-PAULASK. That's 619-PAUL. Ask. We also have a thriving Ask Paul section on our Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm. Now, here's the thing. Remember before when I said, Stephen, I might have a way to give you some tickets for something you might like? Well, guess what? Here it is. If you can't come out to see how did this get made live on tour this summer as we go to New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, Indianapolis, Detroit, Northfield, Ohio, and Chicago, if you can't come out to any of those shows, what about if we did another virtual show? You can watch us from anywhere in the world on August 3rd. This is our first official tour date, August 3rd at 6 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I can't do all the math about where that is uh, for the south of London, but you can figure it out. It is 15 bucks. That's it. Flat fee if you get the tickets ahead of time. $20 the day of, you just go to momenthouse.com slash HDTGM. That's momenthouse.com slash HDTGM. Now, here's the deal. If you want to get tickets for anything, Moment House, Largo, this entire tour that we're doing in New Orleans and Dallas and Houston and Indianapolis and Detroit, just go to HDTGM.com. Everything is there. We'll be announcing our movies for all of these shows very shortly. We are just overworking Avril Halley so much to make sure we're getting all these movies prepped and ready for the tour. She's working her butt off, so just give her a second. Uh, anyway, go to HDTGM to find out how you get tickets for all of this stuff. But I'm going to hold true to my promise, Stephen. I got you covered. 
two tickets for, well, not two. You just need one because it's a virtual show. You just sit with somebody. You could sit with a bunch of people. I don't know. You could actually bring like eight people to your house. I mean, it would be great for us to get that 15 bucks because, you know, we're doing a show, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to get in the nitty gritty of it all. Anyway, uh, Stephen, hit us up. I'm going to give you a, uh, a free ticket to a Moment House show. All right. We'll be right back with your questions, comments, and concerns on the concerto, aka until we meet again. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Last week we talked at length about until we meet again, we had questions, and we might have even missed a few things. And here's your chance to set us straight. Fact check us, if you will. It is time for corrections and omissions. We got it wrong, something along the way. Corrections and omissions. 
Thank you, Margonaut. That is a great theme. I love all these themes, people. Killing it. Anyway, uh, this movie is interesting because a lot of people noticed a name change after we did the episode. Uh, the movie was Until We Meet Again on Amazon, and then it changed to The Concerto. So uh, I am curious about this, and Cameron H. actually uh, did some research. Cameron H. found that there is a Deadline article from December 13th, 2012, announcing that Jack or I think it's Jackson Rathbone, had been cast as our sexy ghost lead. And the production began on that day. So this movie was shot almost 10 years ago. It sat on a shelf and was finally released last February. Holy moly, that is wild. And I'm looking at this deadline article. You can see it. There's no lies here. Um, I really wonder what took so long because were they waiting for theatrical were they just holding out for a better VOD deal? I don't know. We need to find out. If anyone knows, let us know. Um, Mostly Harmless, uh, who also supports Cameron H's 2012 find, uh, says that the MacBook and the iPhone are right for the time, as well as the brand new looking Jeep Liberty, a vehicle that was only produced through 2012. Mind you, the description of the movie says, Eddie died tragically 35 years earlier, which would make that 2004. Hmm. So 1969 plus 35. I'm guessing that that's when it was written. Well, that's really interesting. All right. So we, we don't know. I mean, certainly we don't know. Nobody involved in production has really done this math. Maybe they just picked 69 because 69. I don't know. Uh, that is so odd. Or of course. Oh, my goodness. That actually blows my mind more than anything else. Uh, Dr. Guts 1003 writes, When Lisa and Eddie are getting stoned, they hear a slow song on the radio and begin to dance. The radio DJ says they are listening to KKWA. KKWA is a radio station based out of Portland, Oregon, and they only play contemporary Christian music. Man, this movie is getting more and more interesting by the minute. Let's go to the phones. We're going to first hear from Lauren in San Francisco, um, who talks a little bit about the last shot of the movie. Hi, Paul. This is Lauren from San Francisco. I have an admission for Until We Meet Again. I was hoping you guys would mention the last shot of the movie, where Eddie shows up in the audience of Lisa's concerto performance. It's the last half second of the movie. He's shrouded in darkness, but he purposefully turns his head just enough before the movie fades to black so you can tell it's him. And then she turns to look at him with a surprised look on her face. What was the movie trying to do here? Is this meant to tell us that he's back after all and they get a happy ending? Does this concert take place in the afterlife where she and he are long since dead? It's so perplexing to me. I absolutely have to know what you think of it. Thank you so much. And until we meet again. Lauren. Lauren. Oh, my goodness. I had this thought and I was afraid to say it to be laughed out of the Zoom by June and Jason. I thought I was imagining it. You saw it too. What does it mean? He's back. He's definitely back, baby. Or maybe he can leave the house now. He worked his way back. He's in the body of somebody else. Who knows? He's taking a seat, which means that he has to have some sort of corporeal form unless this is the concert and her afterlife. I don't know. Is he a manager? Is this like an Alvin and the Chipmunk situation? Oh, all the possibilities. Just give me about 12 years and we'll get a sequel out there soon. But uh, until we meet again, that was a great call. Um, this is uh, a woman who talks about living alone. This is uh, someone answering June's question. Hello, Paul, Jason. June, this one is for you. So I'm going to tell you how I feel 
about living in a big mansion by myself. I used to be a very big scaredy cat about living on my own. For an example, I used to never have a shower curtain. I would just have that liner because it's translucent and no one's going to sneak up on me. But one day, while living alone, I returned from a hike and I walked in and I saw a bowl on my table and I knew I didn't leave that out. My dog ran past me into the bedroom and jumped on the bed and I was like, I thought I made my bed. And then I looked down the hall and I looked at the toilet seat up and I said, I know I didn't leave that toilet seat up. And I was trying to figure it all out when I heard my slider to my deck open. And then I looked and there was a stranger walking in my living room. He didn't like peek his head in. He was walking into my living room. And I was thinking, ooh, to get out of here, I got to go to the front door, which means I got to turn my back on him. And uh, maybe I should grab a knife. And I was kind of rooted there, figuring what am I going to do when my dog went screwing by me and then got into a crouch and started advancing towards him like a lion in the Serengeti. And my dog took care of it for me. And I've never really been afraid since that day. Wow. I don't know your name, but that's like an A24 movie that you just described. I have nothing more to say than wow. Okay. Whew. So ghosts are real. Basically, what we're saying here is ghosts are real because this next call, also from an anonymous source, is agreeing that ghosts are real. Take it away. Hey, Paul. Um, love the show. It's great you guys are geniuses. I just was calling about the last episode, and I want, I'm sure you got a lot of calls about this already. But just to say that vis-a-vis uh, the story about uh, your son perhaps having seen or heard some kind of an entity, the clown ghost, whatever, I had a really similar experience when I was two, uh, when my parents were house-sitting uh, a, a house for the summer, and apparently I saw Enrico Cerny, the physicist ghost, that summer. So take these things seriously. They can happen. It's real. Um, anyway, just want to let you know that uh, you're not alone and <laughs> that uh, it's always great to hear from you. Um, looking forward to the Houston show. We'll be there. Take care. Bye. All right. I mean... No, no offense here, but you say, well, uh, that proves it. It doesn't prove it. That just means that you saw, you saw the ghost of physicist Enrico Fermi. I mean, I, I believe that you saw it, but I also like, I got a lot more questions. Where were you? Why do you think Enrico Fermi was there? Call me back. I want to know more. I don't disbelieve any of it, but anyway, look, I, I, I believe. I, I'm there. I'm going to believe with you. As a matter of fact, uh, here's a quick deleted scene from last week's episode where I talk a little bit about a ghost that I had like uh, a secondhand experience with. <laughs> Take a listen. I, I did see one of the scariest things I've ever seen in New Orleans. And when we go, where we will be on August 12th, I would love to take you both to meet my ghost tour gentleman who I love so much. He's an amazing uh, ghost tour expert. But I watched a child uh, with his parents, friends of mine, totally normal kid, stop in the middle of a walk, look into a sewer and say, no, I can't right now. I'm with my parents. And they said, who are you talking to? And he's like, that boy in the sewer. Whoa. And in the sewer? Who was like trying to get his attention from in the sewer out at him. 
Um, that's it. That's that is that it. is literally. It, actually. That was somebody it. just showed that kid it, and then the parents were probably like, "Dude, say say something about there being a, when we're on the ghost tour. Say this." And uh, yeah, he definitely, uh, definitely. I mean, I felt like and- the most ghost. I've ever felt the most like presence of ghosts I've ever felt is in New Orleans. And you know, listen, that, what, that to, to go back to the question of like, we're selling why, a lot of tickets to ghosts in New Orleans. Listen, <laughs> if ghosts want to come, we will give them a discounted rate two for one. Ghosts are free. Here's the deal. Ghosts, <laughs> ghosts can see the show for free. Just don't move the microphones. Please don't Please. move the mics, ghosts. <laughs> Yes. So, and there's more ghost stories out there. I, I know, but it's not a ghost. This is not a ghost show. Anyway, um, Catfish, back in the Discord, writes, when Eddie and Lisa have a celebratory drink of whiskey, Eddie says, my agent gave it to me. He told me to let it age. Now, either his agent was full of shit or he was just messing with Eddie. First of all, whiskey ages only in the barrel. Once bottled, the whiskey won't really change as long as it remains sealed. Secondly, the way Eddie just slips the top off, that bottle has not been sealed for the last 50 years, so it's not aged. It's spoiled. Compound this with the fact that it is a cheap bottle of Jake Daniels, and I think for sure his agent had a good laugh after leaving Eddie with that quote-unquote gift. Uh, Great call. I did notice that as well. Like, Again, this is the shit that bugs me so much. You make a movie. We know that, like, wine, something that, that happens with wine. Like, wine can age in the bottle. Not, not this. Like, th- we know this. You don't have to be a physicist to know this. But why make that choice? And why did everyone on set go, hey, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I understand the Jake Daniels of it all because you can't use real labels and all that sort of shit. But more to the point of why. Okay, anyway, um... Uh, this is GT75. GT75 writes, when Lisa decides to address the mouse problem, the woman who answers the phone identifies the office as Midtown Rentals. Is the movie trying to make us believe that this mansion was designed by Eddie as a rental property? Oh, you know what, GT75, there are a lot of problems with this, but I believe that at one point this house was uh, given to a rental agency because no one wants to live there, but who did do that. I don't know. We didn't get to the bottom of that. Why didn't they just try to sell it? It seems like a very large house. Anyway, uh, so many great corrections and omissions this week, but there can only be one that is the best. And this week, the best has no, no comparison. It is our friend Lauren from San Francisco who called out the biggest clutch move of this movie that we totally did not mention. Lauren, you are the winner, and you get this amazing song from Katie Morris. Hit it! That's right. Wow. You deserve that song, Lauren. You did a great job. Now, if you want to chime in with your own thoughts about this latest episode, uh, hit up the Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm or call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. Coming up next, we're talking about Paul's Picks. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. 
Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good, because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's Six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, Mom said... We can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Now, you might be noticing we are doing a new thing with How Did This Get Made's back catalog. It is called Matinee Monday. Uh, This week, we re-released The Smurfs, which is a lost episode of the show with Paul F. Tompkins. A lot of people have never heard that episode, so check it out. It's in your stream right now. If you have recommendations of what you'd like to hear, let us know. And we've been trying to actually pair them up with some episodes of Unspooled. Unspooled right now is doing a Heroes series. So we are talking about Blade. We are talking about Superman, RRR, and Supercop. So many good episodes over there on Unspooled if you want some more movie-watching podcasting. Anyway, people, we have spent a lot of time hearing from you, but no one has asked me about what I'm up to. What do I care about? That's right. It is time for Paul. That's me. My picks of the week. Brooke Opie, can you please take it away? Movies, pop picks, podcasts, pop picks, TV shows, pop picks, books, and video games, and us eat 
Thank you, Brooke. Uh, my picks of the week. Well, there's so many things I've been into. Uh, obviously, I talked about the greatness of RRR. If you've not watched RRR on Netflix yet, do yourself a favor. Watch it tonight. Jason just watched it. He was texting me while he was watching it. He just texted, this is incredible. We'll be talking about that on the next Last Looks. Now, let me talk about a show that I have been loving right now. Uh, when I first saw The Boys, I watched it a little bit later than other people. I watched it, I loved it, and when I finished season one, season two was about to come out. And I said, Paul, don't watch it now. Wait, because if you watch all of it, you're going to have to wait so much longer. And I didn't want to do that. I tried to be uh, conscious of my intake of great things because I wanted to dole it out. It was in the middle of quarantine and I just felt like I, I need to make sure I have a cushion of good things that I love. So I waited. And then guess what? Got overwhelmed with all the shows that I should be watching and then got caught up on other shows and then other new shows came out and I never made it back to Boys Season 2. Then Boys Season 3 comes out and boy, oh boy, this show is being talked about in ways that people are, their minds are blown. And I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta watch season two because I wanna watch season three. And, and then I felt pressure, oh my God, there's too many episodes, what am I gonna do? And I sat back, I started watching. Now I thought I liked season one, I did. I thought season one was great. Now I, I've always wanted a show like Astro City, which if you don't know uh, Astro City, it was a comic book series by Kurt Busiak, which I highly recommend that you get. It was about superheroes and real people living in a world together, interacting. Uh, and I know we've touched on that, but it, it had a darker vibe to it. Like you'd follow a criminal after they got out of jail, but like a super criminal. I always thought, oh, I wanted that to be a miniseries. But when I saw Boys for the first time, I was like, The Boys, I should say. Uh, I was like, holy shit, this is what I really want. The show is so funny. The action is amazing. I mean, seriously, the action sequences in season two of The Boys and, and season three are better than most Marvel movies. The comedy is great. It's a social commentary show. There's so much going on. Amazing acting across the board. Pat Oswald uh, in one episode uh, voiced Gill's on uh, an Aquaman character, literally on his body. I mean, if that's not convincing you, I don't know what is. Anyway, I finally caught up with season two, and I love it. And I love Carl Urban and Jack Quaid. The whole cast is just Aaron Moriarty, everybody. So good. Aya Cash is in season two. And, and the show is great. And then I get to season three. It's funnier. It's better. It's more action-packed. I don't know how they can keep it up. If you're not watching The Boys, you don't need to be a superhero fan. You don't need to know anything about anything else. Just start watching The Boys, season one, get through it. It's, what, 30 episodes? You can do that in your sleep. It's a heat wave going on in my part of the country. Stay inside, watch The Boys. That's on Amazon Prime. Uh, also, if I'm talking about things that are nerdy, if you're looking at it through a window and you don't really know, let me talk about Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. That is the brand new Star Trek show that has no mythology. It is a week-to-week mission. They're going to a planet. They're figuring something out. They're dealing with a comet. They're just getting in the mix. You don't have to know anything about backstory. You don't have to know anything about these characters. It's just great, a great ensemble led by Anson Mount, who is... Whew, an amazing captain. Rebecca Romaine is in the show. I love Rebecca. She's always funny. Always great at what she does. This show is, it's just, they figured it out. They didn't try to like make the retcon the show too much. They didn't try to make it like the Scott Bakula one. No offense, Scott Bakula, but that show bored the shit out of me. This is fun Star Trek. It feels like it's nerdy, but not like aggressively nerdy. It's just like a fun episode. of. The, it's like Law and Order, but in space. 
you watch one, you don't got to watch the next one. You watch the next one you want to watch. I watch them all. I like them a lot. It's on uh, Paramount. Paramount Plus? Are they all Plus? Prime Plus? I don't know. Uh, I talked a little bit about uh, Miss Marvel last week. And, oh, by the way, I got to visit Sideshow Collectibles. And if you don't know anything about Sideshow, uh, they are a premium, like, I don't know, I, I would say, like, action figure shop, but they're not like action. That like that that's like Habro Pulse, right? Where they make cool old action figures. This is artisans. These are amazing artists who are creating lifelike. And when I say lifelike, you may be like, well, Paul, what are you talking about? Lifelike. I mean these are truly like you could stare in the eyes of this Bruce Lee character I looked at. And I was like, I, I just wanted to look in his eyes. It it is true works of art done by this artisan team down to the fabric of the clothes on the 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 figures i mean i met a guy who was hand painting jokers i met another guy who was who made the clark kent the christopher reeve clark kent from superman and it is i mean it's phenomenal the, the phenomenal looking they also had a, a batman a 19 the 1960s batman in that old ass costume it's so Fun! Oh my god, I, I I love it so much. I've bought pieces from them. Uh, I have this um, when Mysterio reanimated the corpse of Tony Stark. I have that. It's so fucking cool looking. Uh, I have some Ghost Rider ones from when we wrote the Ghost Rider book. I love slideshow. It is for the geek in you. It's for the collector in you. They have uh, all prices. Uh, they actually, and this is the one I'm looking at right now. They have an ODB one that is so fucking cool. Yeah, ODB. And by the way, I'm listening to a lot of Wu-Tang right now. I feel like Wu-Tang is the only music that can, like, uh, suit me in this moment. Because I don't know about you. I am I am rageful. I am, uh, I am sad. I am conflicted. And I was already on the verge of just being uh, at my wit's end with the debates around gun control and why we couldn't even make some simple legislation. It seemed like we did do the, uh, the, the easiest level of legislation and that's huge, but sure. Okay. And I'm not a person who's like, let's take away guns. I'm just saying we could have done a little bit more. Okay. But we'll pat ourselves on the back because we actually got something going and that, and that's great. And a lot of peer pressure. I mean, it's amazing that one of the people who didn't want to do this was a guy who was injured in a mass shooting. Anyway, fuck all that. The overturning of Roe v. Wade is absolutely devastating. We've taken away rights for people, rights that they've had for 50 years. We've taken away the rights of people to control their body. And there's so much, I mean, just let that sink in. And when I was out at a protest, just looking at a sign from 1973, people have had this right to do what they want. And there's so much misinformation about abortion. You know, I've had friends who wanted kids, who were trying to have kids, who've had a fetus that is medically not viable and had to have an abortion, did not want that abortion because they wanted to have a kid and they knew how that would set them back. And I mean, but they were able to get it. How important that is you know, we have doctors who are talking about the damaging effects of children having children. 
And that's not because like kids are irresponsible. No, it's like because of rape and incest. We have taken away the ability for anyone to make a judgment call about their body. And the biggest laughable thing is while we are penalizing women, we are doing nothing to the men that uh, have supplied uh, half of the equation here, right? Uh, and that's the biggest joke. I don't want to get into all this sort of stuff, but I do want to say this. Uh, if you are in a state where abortion is banned, you can find Plan C pills. Plan C pills are FDA approved. The risk of a complication is less than 1%. Uh, it's 98% effective in ending an early pregnancy. Uh, and they are recommended for use up to 12 weeks. You can go to plancpills.org to learn more. Um, Mark Cuban has a pharmacy that he doesn't even advertise where he can get you low-cost drugs. I believe these Plan C pills run you about 10 bucks. Get them early, stock up, give them to a friend. It is not illegal. They will not make it illegal. People have stood up to say you cannot make a pill illegal across state lines. And we can continue to help our friends get that information out there because truly the people that are going to be the most affected are the people that that don't have access to certain things and probably aren't listening to podcasts. Maybe they are. I don't know. I'm just saying that like, let, let's talk to each other. Let's support each other. Let's be there. Um, I don't know where I came up with the podcast. I'm just saying like, just talk to people, like let them know that you got their back and you know, we just have to continue to fight. We've been in this mode for the last three years now where we're just fighting for simple ideas, simple, basic concepts where the rest of the world laughs at us. We must continue to do that and, and fight for all of the women in our lives. You know, we are a country that seemingly is judged by Catholic morals, and that is not the makeup of this country. I mean, so many people, it, it, the want is not here for this uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade. We do not need to be under a Catholic umbrella. I, I say that as somebody who uh, is. So there you go. Uh, anyway, if you want to get involved, do more. Figure out how we can change this. Uh, you can text rights to 707070 or you can visit pledge.2 slash access to find out more. Just continue to tell your friends about abortion pills, uh, register to vote for candidates who support reproductive rights, order pills in advance and donate to orgs that support this cause. That's all we can do. And we'll continue to talk and get through this and stand alongside all the people in our lives that are so important. And if this is not your cup of tea, that's fine too, because you know what? It doesn't have to be. There's so many things that I do in my life that you don't have any idea about. Let everybody have that right. Let everybody have that right. And stop with this, I'll fucking adopt your baby bullshit. You don't even understand. If you're doing that, you don't even understand what's going on. Anyway, I didn't mean to end this on a, a sour note, but here we are. And I think a lot of you probably feel the same way. I don't even know how to talk about anything without just drilling back to this. Anyway, uh, you all are the best. Thank you for listening. And uh, now let's talk about next week's movie. <laughs> what a transition. Now that we have Until We Meet Again out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We're going from ghostly love to rapscallion rendezvous. That's right. We're watching Tough Turf starring James Spader and RDJ. That's right. Robert Downey Jr. Here's a short breakdown of the plot. A new guy at a Los Angeles high school must do some singing and fight a hotshot to woo 
a disco dancer. That's right. It's a tale as old as time. Rotten Tomatoes rates this film at 70% on the tomato meter. And Roger Ebert from RogerEbert.com, of course, says... I don't think it's going to be safe to sell candy in theaters that play tough turf. The dialogue sounds so sublimely ridiculous that people are going to be in danger of choking. (laughs) All right, let's listen to the trailer. Meet Morgan Hiller. First day in a new school. You ready for it? I always. He's got an attitude. There's no bike riding on campus. Well, I was just sort of hoping I could take a quick ride through history. You mind taking those off? I'd like to see who I'm talking to. They've got a problem. Let go of me! Not until you tell me what your name is. He lives in two worlds. I'm sure Patty and Alan will vouch for us. Always behind enemy lines. You are not now, nor were you ever members of this club. Just when I thought we were going to be good friends. Tough turf. You can watch Tough Turf on Amazon Prime Video with a subscription to be or YouTube for $3.99. Please also check out Hoopla, which is a digital media service offered by your local public library that allows you to borrow movies, books, audiobooks, ebooks, comics, and TV shows all for free on your tablet, phone, and even your TV. Alrighty, people, that is it for the show. Please remember to rate and review How Did This Get Made? It really does help. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, Make sure you are following us. You can visit us on social media at HDTGM. And for commercial-free access to How Did This Get Made and our entire archive, you don't have to wait for Matinee Mondays. Oh, no, no. You can get it all commercial-free, even this episode right here. Sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial using the code BONKERS. That's B-O-N-K-E-R-S. A big thank you to our producers, Casey Jerkins, who helped us out on this episode, Cody Fisher and Molly Reynolds, our engineer, Devin Bryant, and of course, our publisher, July Diaz. We will see you next week for Tough Turf.